Here's a here's a McBase played pizzicato. Ahoy and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece Book Club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler and my Nakama joining me this week are Jason. Cold as ice, baby John. <laughs> Justin. This is tough. 42 degrees is hard. Laura. My kid's blowing bubbles. <laughs> Melissa. Zora's so cool. <laughs> Dave. Actually, I think getting a wheel stuck in your head is quite rare. <laughs> <laughs> and Theo. I think we want to be birds. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other quote I was thinking of. <laughs> Every week on this show, we read and discuss one volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece, but not this week. Not today, oh. I say. Record scratch. Oh, you gotta, you gotta do that in uh, Iva's style. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're let's, gonna let's, read. Let's set that up better. Yeah, we're gonna read a, a volume of famously ongoing manga One Piece, but not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Oh. We almost Woo-hoo. missed it. That would have been terrible. We're off in the we're off in like the semi canonical side space away from the main story. Iva's not here, so I gotta rep him. Exactly. <laughs> this week we're reading chapter zero, and then we watched Strong World, so we're gonna talk about that too. I didn't know we could get a chapter zero. Did we? Did we like go backwards? Did we like? Are we in minus world? We did. We went quite a ways Zero. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we out here fighting some newlies. <laughs> it's a way to have a flashback without all the death and sadness. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's still some. Mm. A little bit. As, a little just, of sadness as a treat. Just a touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we get into it, we do have a very cryptic email to read. Oh. Ooh. That's the best kind. This is another email from a... Uh, previous emailer, Nico D. Dragon. Cool. Oh. Uh, and the email is titled X Mark, but I don't know why because it doesn't include an X Mark in it. So I'm just um. going to read it verbatim. Okay. I, Tyler, I don't mm-hmm. believe you. Yeah, not for a, not for a millisecond. <laughs> my don't lie to us, Nico. And I can't and I can't even tell if you if if it's like a sarcastic tone of voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nico writes, Hello again, Piecemeal Podcast. I am still immensely enjoying your podcast. I just wanted you to keep in mind that Ace's goggles and the sad face he makes before it turns into an eternal smile in moments before he dies. Also, the faces in the goggles remind me of a certain pirate flag. It makes me a little mad even thinking about it each time. But that's a different story, isn't it? So enjoy One Piece. Until next time, sincerely, Nico D. Dragon. I was enjoying it until I, I was until I was yelled at. Selected. Now I'm now I'm frightened. Frankly, a rude email. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How impolite! We're kidding. <laughs> Thank you for writing again, Nico. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think. Yes, tentatively. <laughs> I wonder if that smile is similar to my accidentally ominous smile from a few weeks back. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, Don't you ever contact uh, me again. 
And never talk uh, so... to me or my pirate son ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so how about we hop into chapter zero? Do let's. Sure. Yeah. Let's. Uh, it takes place, or it starts at least, three years before the Great Age of Pirates. So it's only the okay age of pirates. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Pirates are a thing, but more of a fad than anything else. Mm. A Just, passing craze. They're like fidget spinners. Yeah. <laughs> fidget spinner uh, they're, they're the crazy bones right now. Oh, oh don't you get me started on them crazy bones, Tyler. <laughs> you know I had the crazy bones. <laughs> uh, Marine headquarters was notified that the pirates Gold Roger and Gold Lion Shiki were making contact with one another. Garp, ignoring orders otherwise, headed out to try once again to apprehend Roger, hitching a ride on Admiral Sengoku's ship. Is that Saul in the background of this one panel? What's so, that? He, there's like a Jaguar D. Saul looking guy. Yes, that is Saul. Yeah, that's, that's Saul. Oh, cute. Okay. <laughs> cool. I was like, he looked fairly Saulish. A lot of cameos in this one. Yeah. Boy, are there. It's, it's essentially Boy, howdy. Easily. 75% cameos right. in chapter. Uh, on Roger's ship, Buggy was basically serving as their Usopp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He begged Roger not to drag them into more dangerous situations. Very similar characterization between the two. Uh, Shiki wanted to team up with Roger, who had discovered the location of at least one of the ancient weapons, and swore that together they could conquer the world. Okay. Despite being surrounded by Shiki's fleet, Roger was uninterested in conquest, though, saying, What good is a pirate if he can't do what he wants? You can pressure me all you want, but I still decline your offer, Golden Lion. Hmm. What is a pirate? What <laughs> What is a king of a pirate? A pirate is who, the person who does what they want. Yeah, but Shiki seems to think this that pirate is, is king. Yeah, the, yeah this gave me some... some thoughts uh that i'll i'll i sent some of them to you uh tyler but i'll i'll mm -hmm. we'll get into them after chapter zero okay uh shiki was known at the time for having the largest pirate fleet around but thanks to some lucky weather and pure grit the roger pirates managed to sink half of the fleet and make it out alive what a page yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah in that battle shiki <laughs> suffered an accident <laughs> Unfortunate accident. <laughs> I have some questions. <laughs> and I'm I glad. I feel like it maybe was not an accident. <laughs> Perhaps. I'm glad in retrospect that I did have you guys read this chapter before watching the movie because I don't believe it is ever addressed in the movie. It <laughs> no. is not. No. And Theo, you specifically watched the movie with me uh, before reading the. <laughs> the chapter. Whoops. So, how did you feel about learning the lore behind um, uh, Shiki's headdress, uh, headpiece? I kind of, I kind of forgot about it. I just kind of assumed like it was like Enel's, you know, drums. Like, mm. oh, that's just a thing he has in his body. Okay. Yeah, I, you know? I also watched the movie first, and it was just like, I don't know, yeah. it's a weird One Piece thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, just, that's what One Piece has reduced us to. Sure. Like you said. Just another weird One Piece body. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. fair. Whatever. Well, did not did not question it once. As is also the case with everything in One Piece, it does have a tragic backstory. <laughs> oh. The accident that Shiki suffered was half of his ship's wheel got lodged into the back of his head. 
Really? I'd say it's more too. like a quarter of it. Yeah, yeah. it's oh like a God. like a sort of like a mohawk sort of shape. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a higher than zero amount of his ship's wheel <laughs> in his head. Yeah. Like I think precisely how much of it is academic. <laughs> it, like it's 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 low on the list of concerns. Frankly, his... far too much. <laughs> yeah, his doctors dared not remove it, thinking it would probably kill him. So he remained looking like a rooster for the rest of his life. <laughs> it's the uh, <laughs> it's just like venom snake. <laughs> from oh no! The the, 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 the chunk of shrapnel. The ch- <laughs> the chunk of ship shrapnel lodged in Shiki's head that made him forget how to speak Russian. <laughs> it's just a regular Phineas Gage. Mm, yeah. Uh, a year after the incident, news of Roger's arrest broke, and Shiki refused to take the news seriously because if he couldn't beat Roger, how the hell did the Marines do it? Yeah, he took this very hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, kind of makes me think of Crocodile's reaction to right white. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, Shiki traveled alone to Marine headquarters and single-handedly slaughtered a platoon of men, demanding that they bring Roger out in front of him so that he could kill him himself. Sengoku and Garp refused to comply, telling Shiki that Roger would meet his end in his hometown of Logtown in the East Blue. Shiki considered that the worst humiliation possible for the king of the pirates to die at the hands of marines in the weakest of the seas. But Sengoku and Garp were able to overpower him and send him to Impel Down. I didn't think there was, like, tier lists for seas. I didn't think there was, like, intersea, like, Ohio (laughs) State, Michigan... Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) I think it's been mentioned in the past before that... Yeah. East is, is considered the tamest. Like, okay. there's not yeah, a lot of pirate activity the, there. The most secure, yeah. Yeah. Like, not not a lot there to sack in the first place. Uh, yeah. It's kind of... Which is kind of why nobody bothered to do anything about Arlong. Right. Well, I mean, also... But then also we get into weird shit like Goa, where, like, this massive, yeah. sprawling trash metropolis... Was just on the other side of like the end of like the main character's starting village, right? <laughs> and it's like okay. Uh, one week later, Roger was executed, and there were several familiar faces in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Some notable ones are the tattooless dragon. Oh right! Oh yeah! Oh, did not oh, get right. the tattoo on his face yet. Didn't realize mm. that. Yeah. Uh, and put another notch on the crocomom theory for this one. <laughs> Oh boy! Because crocodile is the only one whose face we do not see. Yeah, you mentioned. Well, this 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 was was shown before. Yeah, why well, I, I showed it to you guys before. Oh, it would not, but on not on the podcast. It might have been mentioned on the podcast. I can't recall now, but yeah, this is where we see the panel of a younger crocodile, but from behind, so we don't see his face. Mm. Uh, I presume probably to hide whether or not he has the scar yet, but mm. uh, oh, true. Oh. Uh, yeah. These shanks that really stands out to me here. Uh, yeah, uh, I noted. We that. also don't see if he has a scar, right? Mm. Oh, I just mean because he's like sobbing. Yeah, it's portrayed really powerfully. It is. Yeah. I, I really yeah, like Buggy... it. It's it's very understated. Yeah, yeah. Buggy's sobbing mm-hmm. too, but it's more like comedic. <laughs> yeah, you it's know, a, it's appropriate for Buggy. buggy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gecko Moria has a chin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I the, feel about for the time about, being. I don't know how I feel about Yassified Gecko Moria. Right 
I am a big fan, and I will, I will never back down from that. This little leather collar. <laughs> the news shook the world, and as it travels, we get to see even more familiar faces, including the birth of Duval. <laughs> yeah. yeah we what? Can go over the what? cursed child. Every character. <laughs> I was wondering, with um, in the top right, is that Vivi or is that Vivi's mom? It's Vivi's mom. Okay. Yeah. Just making it sure. Looks exactly okay. like. Looks her. exactly yeah. like her. Yeah. I was just like, is that a mistake? Wait a it, yeah. <laughs> and she she have more going on that we didn't know about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love. She's actually thirty. I love Tanjit <laughs> going like, someday I'll be the world stilts champion. We checked. <laughs> He's got his own thing going on. <laughs> we checked in on everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very silly. Who, who are the people in the bottom left? I think that's Boa Hancock. Yeah, it's Boa and her yeah. sisters. Yes. Boa and her sisters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I love her. <laughs> I love little baby Boa. This is one the Muppet Babies of One Piece. Boa <laughs> babies. Family babies. Including discovering possibly the oldest pigeon in existence. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> well, wait a minute. We don't know if what? it's going to be the same pigeon. Maybe we don't just... know if it's the same pigeon. It could be that tie is handed down generation to generation. Inherited neckwear. Oh, it didn't fully connect. That the oh my god, I, that managed to pass me by. That that's CP9 there. Yeah, and that's Ron Lucci. It somehow got past me. Jabuda. And... Teen Jabra. I love I love Yucky Teen Jabra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yucky. He kicks ass. That sounds about right. I don't know who that is behind. Oh, wait. Blue No. I think that's Blue No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Horns. Horns. That little, that's, little, that's good. That little that's horn. Good. This is like, I feel like I'm looking at baby pictures of my favorite <laughs> my favorite pieces of shit. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, but also I just noticed this child is cursed. No, this child has your face. <laughs> yeah, like, where... where this <laughs> yeah, is, you're right. This is genetic. That's true. That's, that's He's right there rough. in the corner. Don't, <laughs> don't blame oh, this on this child. Like, why, why are we casting such aspersions? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's fair. It's just cruel. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's mm-hmm. the eyebrow, the cursed eyebrow. Mm. <laughs> well, with the placement of the speech bubble, we don't know if the eyebrow is also... Inherited. That's true. Oh, you're right. Inherited brows. <laughs> Inherited brows. It's an X mark. Shit. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Darn it. <laughs> uh, in Impel Down, the news of Roger's treasure excited all the inmates, but Shiki just lied there sulking, wondering, Why did you die, Roger? Ridiculous. All you selfish idiots out there looking for treasure will only get in the way. A new age? Pirates rule the seas. Someday I'll make you see that. Two years later, Shiki was the first to ever escape from Impel Down, and he did so by cutting off his own feet to escape from the sea prism shackles. (laughs) What did he have to do that with? Yeah, with what? It's such a clean cut. (laughs) It's a very clean cut. He's very good with edge weapons. (laughs) Teeth, maybe? No, that's oh. not an answer I have to No. <laughs> he replaced his feet with his two swords, Oto and Kogarashi, giving himself two peg legs made of swords. All right. Oof. 
Time continued to pass, and we see more familiar faces around the world, like Ace learning to crawl. What are you doing crawling, brat? <laughs> oh, so good. We see Shanks and Yasop meeting for the first time. Um, I, can you, wait, can you explain? It's this, just a poor translation. Panel? Okay. <laughs> what? The phrasing in that panel is very confusing with who's saying what. Okay. Uh, yeah. Between the two of them. Let me pull it up the, again. It says, yeah, I asked a man named Yasop to come. He, he said that's Shanks's crew. Yeah. But Shanks is saying that. Right. To <laughs> Yasop. <laughs> It's, it's very confusing. I'm not sure why it's translated that way. Mm. What are they supposed to be saying? I have no idea. Oh, all right, well. <laughs> Asked and answered, I guess? I guess. <laughs> uh, we see Mary designing the going Mary. Oh, oh you're right. <laughs> Little Mary. Bella Mare promising to take Shiki out if he messed with the East Blue. God. Uh, Red Shoe Zeph reading the news. Hurluck trying and failing to treat people. Dalton discussing Wapple's upbringing with his father. Oh, boy. And even his father was like, yeah, I have some concerns. About <laughs> we have some we have some notes. Yeah. <laughs> young Robin fleeing from bounty hunters. Gaiman getting trapped in his box. I forgot about Gaiman. <laughs> Every, <laughs> everyone is here. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, we check in on the sea train's construction. Crocus returning to Laboon while Brooke passed time in a 42 degree angle. Can I say that yeah. it wasn't until this translation where he called them the Rumba Pirates that I actually got the double the double meaning for the Rumbar Pilots is how it was before. Mm-hmm. I always just read it as lumbar, um, mm. like bones. <laughs> But then yeah, seeing right. Rumba, oh. I was like, oh, Rumba, like the dance. Like, like music. music. Like a music. Yeah. music, yeah. Yeah, I just did not put that together until the, this part. <laughs> uh, and we see a little Hachi uh, meeting up with Rayleigh and Jackie in their house in Sabaudi. Baby! So cute. Getting some juice. Getting some juice. Some octopus juice. Juice for octopuses, not the juice of octopuses. Right. No, yeah, it's I, juice I for octopuses. <laughs> So Matt's not here, unfortunately. But does anybody else want to read for Whitebeard? Oh God! Mm-hmm. Anyone want to fill those shoes? <laughs> big, big, powerful shoes. Uh, I mean, I can try. Yay! How about a shiki? I mean, I delivered that yucky opening line. I might as well do a shiki. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, I believe in you. Which might not be a compliment. So just these these couple panels of them talking. So what do you think of the world without Roger? There are no walls to hold us in anymore. It's your age now, Whitebeard. If you just came here to spout your nonsense, I'll drown you right here and now, golden lion. <laughs> I see you're annoying as always. That puts my mind at ease. I think I'll lie low for a while, and then I'll show people what a real pirate is like. Are you plotting something again? And indeed he is, because Chapter Zero ends with Shiki's subordinate, Dr. Indigo, who is a mime. Oh, is that what uh, he is? In theory. Yeah. In theory. <laughs> he's he's so stupid that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't so understand stupid. his concept when it was 
repeatedly presented to me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just a weird clown, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. well, he's a very bad mime clown thing. Uh, and yeah. also a doctor. Uh, and he made a discovery having to do with the balance between plants and animals on the island of, uh, in the this translation, it's Merview. Uh, in the movie, it's Mervay. Right. Yeah, or, or Merville. That sounds right. Right. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering if it was supposed to be a reference to Melville, like Herman Melville with Moby Dick mm-hmm. and all that. that. Interesting. Yeah. This connection between the plants and animals is somehow relevant to Shiki's ultimate plan. And when he asks the doctor how long he thinks it will take to complete said plan, Indigo tells him twenty years. And how, so how twenty convenient. years later. <laughs> Look what we have here. So before we move on to Strong World, there are a couple X marks. I am mm-hmm. sure there are. And not like X marks for Strong World. X marks for One Piece, as always. Whoa. Everything is relevant somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this case, it's that Roger knew where at least one of the weapons were. Mm-hmm. And a plan 20 years in the making. Hmm. Mm. Uh, is, does that even count as an X mark? Hasn't mm. that already been shown to us, Blackbeard? I, I guess even, we don't know what. I guess we don't know what the plan was. There's yet. an even more specific one that I'm referring mm. to. Okay. Oh my god, Tyler, how long has One Piece been going? <laughs> well, it's it's coming up on thirty years. Soon. I right. was gonna say, yeah, is the plan twenty years in the making? Oda's outline for One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> I do have chapter zero thoughts. Number one, it took me until today years old for me to realize more about uh, Roger and his like son allegory, mm-hmm. um, where he he if he is if he is the era of the sun if he's representative of the sun he rises in the east he goes around mm-hmm. the world aka the Grand Line and then he comes to rest where he began right yeah indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, Number two, here's my biggest question, and I guess this would be a greater, like, X marky, greater thing, whatever, but, like, for someone who's less interested in, like, ruling and more interested in freedom, how, why does the world say Roger conquered the Grand Line? Yeah. How do you mm-hmm. conquer that? Mm-hmm. Like, no one, he doesn't want to do that. And what does that mean? What does yeah. that mean? I mean, it, I guess I suppose it could mean conquered the challenge or the challenges of the Grand Line, making it to the last island, and, right, and so on, doing the unthinkable. That that does lead me. It's a bit of a, a slight tangent, but um, I, I put together. I think I put together some things anyway, um, about like Shanks and the four emperors and like mm-hmm. stuff that we've been thinking about, where like when we found out about the four emperors and that Shanks is one of them, I think some of us were raising our eyebrows. Like, oh, is this guy who we thought was, think is cool and who Luffy thinks is cool, is he a tyrant or whatever? Yeah, right. And, and for a while I was saying, I mean, we don't actually know what that's like. Like, we don't know what those parts of the, the new world are like. But looking at um, I mean, we've white met beards, two, we've met two great emperors so far, and I like them both. Yeah. That's yeah, but also like we we've been introduced to Whitebeard's fleet. Yeah. And combined with how White Whitebeard 
uh, Whitebeard, the author of One Piece, um, <laughs> as how uh, Oda explains how his whole thing worked in one of the SBSs. Like, the Whitebeard pirates are still, are basically just one pirate crew. Yeah. Like, the huge fleet that came with him were other pirate crews who were allied to Whitebeard. Yeah, they still like, consider themselves his sons. Yeah, but they're their own crews and their own ships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I, I think that, quote-unquote, Emperor, like, in the same way that, like, King of the Pirates seems to be a title that other people gave Roger, that he didn't ask for, I think some of the same might be true of the, the term Emperor. Because cause even, like, it doesn't sound like Whitebeard occupied Fishman Island. Right. He just declared that it was under his protection, and that had an impact. So, like, obviously I don't know what Kaido and Big Mom are like. <laughs> that idiot. Mom. That idiot Kaido. Um, mom, mom, parentheses, big. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't... I, I think we may have been thinking of the word emperor a little too literally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, like, just from what we know about Whitebeard, that's what I'm kind of getting. True. Any other chapter zero thoughts before we move on to Strong World? It's nice to have a a villain really set up as like this. This is a guy who's doing pirating in a way that we don't like. <laughs> it's, we haven't really seen that since since earlier on. It's mm-hmm. been a while, yeah. Uh, so the movie begins with Shiki, the Golden Lion, after many years of inactivity, making his move, and he brazenly flies his ship over Navy headquarters. Because that's a thing he can do. Because that's a thing he can do. Yeah, he can fly his ship, by the way. He uses his powers <laughs> to also hover several of their warships above headquarters <laughs> and then drop them down on them as a warning for the future. As a flex. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Why does he need his 20-year-long plan again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he can when just float we... big rocks. And when we get to the plan, it's kind of a stupid plan. It's, it's yeah. pretty dumb. <laughs> I'm not It's the lie. kind of plan that, like, you think up at two in the morning and it seems really cool, and then you dedicate <laughs> a lot of time to it, and then you mm-hmm. take a nap and realize that that got really convoluted really quickly. <laughs> I, I don't need to do any of these steps. <laughs> and when you're but when you're a powerful enough pirate, like, you know, no one no one ever says that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Too many yes men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the George Lucas of piracy. Emmy, <laughs> I've gone too far in a few places. <laughs> Baby doll. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. So, um, this, by the way, this yuckster, we're gonna find that he is an, uh, a certain epithet. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll learn about it later. But it's different depending on whether you're sub dub or whether you're listening to the sub or reading the subtitles. <laughs> Yes, I, I I I watched most of this in the English dub, and the subtitles in the English dub do not say what the characters in the English dub are saying. No, yeah, it's but not it's just, just, but, it's just but, the, epi- the Japanese they, script. No, it's not. It's different. Like I I I paid attention. It's not the Japanese subtitles. They have a different set of wrong subtitles. That's fascinating for the English. <laughs> Dub. That's very interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, what is are the they? Word for it. <laughs> they're, they're just wrong. Like is, the is words it like are an not... approximation, or uh, it, like somebody well, it, just took their best guess at it at like it's, simplifying it's, it? it. It feels 
like it should just be the copy and pasted yeah uh japanese like subtitles for the japanese voice work like it like that's what it reads like I wonder if they're but Netflix specific because Netflix has gotten in trouble for this in the past. I see. Really? Mm. Like they they caught a lot of flack for their Evangelion stuff. I remember that. Oh movie. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Squid Game. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh really? Weird. Also, I'm going to be quiet for a minute because I just found the uh, raw scans of Chapter Zero. So I'm going to okay. figure out what doing some research. No, we're talking. But yeah, she, what the hell Shanks was saying. But yeah, she <clears throat> would say, like, in the dub, I think he went, baby doll. Baby doll. Baby yes. doll. And in the subtitled, in the subtitles in the Japanese dialogue, you would see baby cakes. Baby cakes. Mm. Um, but he would say... China, Illinois. He would say, baby chan. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I thought it sounded... Mm-hmm. He loves it. <laughs> he, he sounds he sounds like he's going he's he, he sounds like um oh shit he sounds like Majima g- finding Kiryu on the street and going Kiryu chan like that Also while we're on it what is the suffix that Sanji uses He says swan swan He says well, he says it, he says Nami swan and Robin chuan chuan and he says it in the English dub too Yes. What what is happening with this movie? <laughs> is it I'm so, wondering is Swan like a really like cutesy wootsy version of like Chan or San or something? It's San, yeah. But he he made it fancy oh. by making it Swan. <laughs> and then when That's Robin Mr. joined, he just did the same thing with Chan. Yeah. That's Mr. Two's And made gig. it Chuan. But I, why would it but Robin is older than Nami. Right. That's, Nami should be I think Chan. that's part of the joke. I, okay. Yeah, Melissa, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but Sanji's not very smart <laughs> and, and kind of sucks. Yeah. So that's that's something that has always been in the anime. Oh. Really? Yeah. Mm, since yeah. since day one when they met Sanji, that's his. Those really? are his pet names for them. Uh, I so hate it. We yeah, <laughs> we jump ahead to present day and we begin the movie in Medias Res. In, in Medias sequence, it. it's great. <laughs> With Monkey D. Luffy wandering around on some floating islands in the sky, seemingly separated from his crew. It's funny because of where we came into this. I was like, "Yeah, you gotta find him." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Still you so this is find not. Him. This is not like set in the actual timeline, right? No. Like no. it's just post Impel Down and the question mark. If right, if anything, this would probably be before Sabaudi. Yeah, that was that was yeah. how where my brain put it. Like post thriller bark pre Sabaudi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that. Well, makes sense is a strong right word, but <laughs> the only uh, place it would fit in. I mean, yeah. it works in the same way that like all anime movies work, right? Where it's like it's part <laughs> yeah. of the timeline, kind of not really. Don't worry right. about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Buy the toys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you for your patronage. Thank you. Here's a fi- here's a figma. <laughs> uh, Luffy is chased around the island by enormous, ridiculous-looking creatures, that, including including the flattest fuck Friday Gator I have ever seen. <laughs> yes, I love the um this grizzled veteran, like this grizzled veteran mega octopus. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Mm-hmm. Who is then attacked by? The Zorro of this environment. Yes. The praying mantis. A, a praying I, I assume, mantis with the sternest face. I, I assume any biome will naturally evolve a Zorro. 
Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like Carson and Jason. Like, <laughs> everything eventually becomes Crab or Zoro. Well, I was going to say it's like <laughs> everything how... Everything evolves towards Zoro. <laughs> I was going to say how it's like how, like, no, like, cats evolved in some environments, so foxes evolved there instead <laughs> to fill that, like, niche on the food chain. <clears throat> Do you yeah. remember when so, I'm saying... Something has to fit. Yeah. Do you remember when St. Patrick chased the Zoros out of Ireland? (laughs) (laughs) That's why they love green there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, (laughs) It's called lore. (laughs) Look it up. It's called a world and they are building it. It's in the Book of Kells. The animals Whoa. seem more interested in fighting each other than him, though they are aggressive towards everything around them and do attack if they notice him. This in is the just... English voice acting, when Luffy gum gum pistols the like the giant weird bear thing, mm-hmm. like it is so hyped, <laughs> like it's it's Luffy using his most basic technique against something that doesn't matter at all, and it's like. Like the both the voice actor and the production value are flipping the fuck out. It is fun to watch, but it's if, like if the, given the, the that Jap- we're only reading it so far, it's like right. wow, this is so special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for the anime viewers, this is like the nine hundredth time they've seen this, <laughs> and the Japanese does not do this. He, it's just a gum gum pistol. <laughs> <laughs> It's, no, it's Colleen so Clickabeard gives a hundred and thirty-five percent every time. <laughs> I guess that's, I guess that's fair. Uh, meanwhile, elsewhere, Frankie, Robin, and Brooke are wandering around in some ruins together in a very autumnal location, mm. and they are being chased by vicious warrior ants. Yes, the yuckiest kind. Uh, the ants walk right past Brooke and head just for Frankie and Robin. And on the way, they devour an entire shark that jumps in front of them, leaving just bones. Sure, it's very do. cool. It was yeah. I think we gasped when that happened. It was very surprising. For some <laughs> that reason. shot was amazing. <laughs> they just that, dissolved it. That shark yeah. just flying up and just bones. They, they ignore Brooke because he doesn't have any flesh to eat, which Brooke right. thinks is extremely rude. Very rude. He thinks it's impolite that they didn't try to eat the thing that they couldn't get nourishment from <laughs> well it's like it's true slighted. but you it's true but you don't have to talk you about it you could at least gnaw at him out of courtesy right yeah i did there's, i did there's like some when good the, marrow in there when yeah. the skeleton lands and he looks at it it's just like it's like me <laughs> actually, actually it's really the idea is really funny that brooke also doesn't understand like what politeness is <laughs> like if it's applied to him either right he's a gentleman that, that's actually I, really yeah good. I feel like that's been made pretty clear. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's just it, it like it, it going in the opposite direction is really funny. Mm-hmm. For their transgression, he chops up all of the ants on his own. They get annihilated. Every this is the longest, <laughs> the longest gap in this move <laughs> that we've seen yet. Well, I mean. I guess I've been reading it, uh-huh. so I haven't been seeing how it's translated in the anime. I mean, but, but you showed was... us, you showed you showed it to the, what the anime version of him doing this when he first appeared in Thriller Bark is like, yeah. and it was not like this. <laughs> this goes so long. Yeah, it, was it originally like three pace? Hum. It's yeah, it's three pace. Okay, yeah. yeah, well, a few more those than ants that. have <laughs> six legs, so three pace is like half a step. That's... 
He did a bunch of paces. <laughs> uh, as the credits play, we check in on the other straw hats, who are all separated from one another across these various floating islands. These locations are incredibly cool. <laughs> the credits confused the heck out of me because I thought for half a second that Nami was on the moon. Well, <laughs> it does kind of imply that. You want to know what the problem with these fucking credits is? It tells us what Usopp's bounty is. Usopp doesn't have a bounty. Sniper King has a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Fair this point. is some bullshit. That's a good point. Uh, Melissa, before it, we get too much further, you have a, a translation update for us. Yes, yes. The dialogue didn't seem that complicated, so no offense to whoever translated Someone that, but goofed. a little bit of offense. <laughs> um, basically, he's saying, I've heard the reputation of a man named Yasop. I'm Shanks the Pirate. That's so it. There we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zoro and Chopper are wandering around a tundra together, while Usopp and Sanji are stuck together on a cherry blossom island. And Nami is all alone in the enemy stronghold, taking a swim. The Nami and, bikini and, quota. <laughs> and her... The, yeah. The, the credits guy, did... Oh, go on. Sorry. The credits did confuse me a little bit because it, like... Because they wanted to, like... I guess... Go from Nami to Nami. But, like... <laughs> they build to Luffy. Yeah. And they go to Nami. Right. <laughs> it's like, wait... The captain. Uh, yeah. The captain. <laughs> uh, also, how do how do you like uh, everybody's new fashion for this movie? Uh, it's Everyone's so good. Clothes yes. are amazing. I, I, uh, I, I think it's a mixed bag. Yeah. So some of them are very good. What the fuck is going on with Sanji? <laughs> Why is he a cowboy? You don't like cowboy shorts? <laughs> I love cowboy shorts. Well, he feels like. <laughs> I, I feel like this is what I was thinking the whole time. It feels like the kind of thing that would make four kids give him a southern accent. <laughs> like if this if this had been how he was dressed. I also like sweater necktie Sanji at the in the flashback when they meet Shiki. Oh yes, where he's just mm-hmm. like wearing a pullover sweater, but then also a necktie for some reason. Um, I'm not a fan of Luffy's goggle hat with the straw hat on atop. Yeah. It just looks, it's yeah. too, too out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit much. L- Luffy's outfit in general, I'm not not a, not a fan of. The movies yes. have a trend of, like, really complicating Luffy's head for some reason. <laughs> huh. Like, see. he's always putting stuff on top of the straw hat, like, just mm. stacking hats on hats on hats. What is he, a Team Fortress 2 player? <laughs> Basically. Ah. <laughs> We're introduced to Shiki and his two main subordinates, Dr. Indigo the Mime, and a pink gorilla named Scarlet, which I don't think is ever mentioned in the movie. It is it not. Is yeah, not. I didn't know what that character's name was. Now, when you say introduced, Tyler, yeah, what uh, do so... you mean by that? <laughs> well, they do a horrible rotoscope dance routine together. Oh, I, boy. Oh, I'm it's sorry, did you say horoscope or horrible? I think. I, I, I was watching this and, like, I thought I was having a stroke. Like, I, <laughs> I, not, I did. Yeah. I would say it's not the dance that's bad, it's the rotoscoping. It, that's it, bad. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not like it the first time I saw it. It has not aged well since. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed I, it. I, I do have to give Shiki props for being able to dance like this with swords for legs, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and then she has had a while to practice. 
Yeah. It was a yeah, fun true. minute what else to was... enjoy yeah. the silliness of One Piece with the wonders of animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, like, Shiki's laugh sounds like he's trying to be Blackbeard, but he's a poser. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the laugh that's like, we have Blackbeard at home. <laughs> I mean, the, that the, might be what's happening. It's the Kirkland Ooh. brand Blackbeard laugh. Mm-hmm. Great value. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nami and I are on the same page because she is also not impressed. <laughs> I love, uh, uh, speaking of, of fashion and design adjacent, mm-hmm. uh, her hair, I guess when it's yes. wet, <laughs> yeah. is like yellow on top and gradients down to a red at and the it's, bottom. It's like wavier than usual too. That's so good. They did a good job. Yeah. On, from the head, the neck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shiki has been trying to convince Nami to join his crew, but she's not budging. Dr. Indigo's gimmick, aside from being a mime who can talk. Which uh, constantly seems to surprise everyone. His, <laughs> his, his crew members. Yeah. Uh, his other gimmick is that his shoes make farting noise whenever he walks. <laughs> Boy, do they. I love this fucking fart clown so much. <laughs> it, it, it honestly wouldn't have felt like One Piece without it. Right, right. I didn't think I was going to laugh as hard as I did. I don't know. I'm, I, was on, I was on the same page with Shiki. Like, I was tired of it as soon as it started. <laughs> And, and you looked at the fucking time code and saw how much movie was left. <laughs> I, yeah. I giggled so at first, and then I got tired of it, and then I came back around to love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the movie broke you. Um, oh, I, I put this down it in does, my notes with it. Uh, it, it uh, just like it does have a payoff later, though. Like yeah. it, it leads up to one joke that's actually really good. So I'll, uh, that's so it's like okay, fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I put in my notes as the, during the rotoscope dance routine. <laughs> where I go. These who are these fucking Space Channel 5 villains? <laughs> especially Scarlet. Yeah, especially Scarlet. Um, <laughs> I love Shiki's design. He's basically, you know, you know how much I like a Kabuki sidebar and this mm-hmm. <laughs> is absolutely the lion mane wig uh from oh, the 100%. Play, But with like a big bald spot on the top with half a ship's wheel in it. <laughs> For flavor. <laughs> For flavor. And that makes sense, too, because it, it, that wig and kabuki is meant to represent the spirit of the lion, so... Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Fair. Uh, we flash back to a week ago to figure out how everyone got to where they are. In in the Japanese, Nami just, like, looks pensively out the window as they leave, and it's just like, you know, what's taking them so long? In the English, she just m- mumbles, how did everything go so wrong? <laughs> And you then know it's like, how it went so wrong. Though. Yeah, and then like, and then we see the story, and it's a very clear, coherent series of events. We're also <laughs> going to have to go back a lot further than this to answer that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a week I, ago, you could see it, you could say it's an X mark. <laughs> uh, a week ago, there was news in the paper about strange happenings in the East Blue and towns being mysteriously destroyed. Concerning. Very concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems bad. People live there. <laughs> People we like. Yeah. And More we're here on mm-hmm. the, the Sunny, and Frankie is wearing a hat that is a banana flintlock pistol. <laughs> banana <Yes>. gun. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'm All sure right. he made that himself. He probably did. Yeah, this this in the entire like I don't know, like first fifteen minutes of this movie 
were just me staring at, <laughs> like, like, less and less sure. Like, at first I thought, like, did I miss, like, an entire third of the movie? <laughs> like, and then I just, I went, I, like, I went through, like, the five stages of grief, like, trying to resolve... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was happening in front of me and eventually I failed. <laughs> there, there is no resolution. This is just what's happening now. Frankie Brooks has a banana gun hat. Chopper Brooks has an adorable his... little piggy robe. Oh yeah, my God, Chopper so is weird. good. Chopper in this movie is Chopper's great. jammies he are looks very cozy. Everything. Yes. He's a very good Brooks boy. wearing his corpse shirt. <laughs> yes. Oh, Brooke. Is this when he's wearing his headband also? Yes. I like that on the His episode. headband and yes. also smoking for some smoking. reason. <laughs> it's just a really good scene. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, me the fa- the anime fashion liker. I am eating good in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, suddenly, the shadow of Shiki's flying ship loomed above them. Nami felt a change in the air pressure and realized that a cyclone was imminent. Luffy started flagging down Shiki's ship to warn them of the danger and Shiki floated down a tone dial to hear their message. So they inform him about the cyclone, and Shiki asks his navigation crew to verify, but they refute what Nami says. Though a cyclone does suddenly appear, and Shiki just barely has time to react to the sudden change. Although he doesn't think it's a cyclone at first. he This is a weird uh, <laughs> quirk of his. I'm going to guess it's because of his uh, grievous uh, nautical head injury. Yeah, <laughs> he has a he has a problem misplacing like objects in his vision. Like uh-huh. he sees Scarlet the gorilla and believes that it is his grandmother, and then he sees the approaching rapidly approaching storm clouds and assumes that it is a perm hairdo. Yeah, several <laughs> times he does all of these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, and and in because the comic... this is, and because this is One Piece and Gadatsu exists, <laughs> it took me a long time. Like I watched this whole thing twice, uh-huh. and it wasn't until near the end of the second watch through that it occurred to me because that it's because he has a head injury. <laughs> I thought he was just like this. In the comic, he he wakes up and looks in the mirror and says, "A rooster." <laughs> yeah, he could have just been like that. Yeah, or it could be the head injury. Who's to say? When both ships are safe again, Shiki shoots his navigator, who got the data wrong. Mm. Won't make that mistake again. Mm. Nope. Physically incapable of making that mistake again. (laughs) Or any mistake. (laughs) Uh, He is impressed by Nami's ability, though, and floats himself down to the Thousand Sunny to meet his saviors. We've we've gone this far without talking about what his ship looks like. Like, it's it's literally a gigantic rock, like a small island flying through the sky with, like, tons of ores sticking out of it. It looks awesome. What are the ores there for? Just to show. Like a centipede. By by the way, we're talking ores like the rowing implements, not ores that... (laughs) Not a... The continent puller. (laughs) Not our boy. No. The, um... This happens a few times in this series so far, but, like... Everyone seems to be constantly mystified by a person did a weird magic thing. <laughs> and then it turns out they had a devil fruit that does that magic thing. Wow. It's like, guys. <laughs> Surprise. You, guys, you've met Trafalgar Law. Like, <laughs> yes, I have. How, how, can any, yeah, I know. how can anything be confusing to you at this point? And, and it's like, and there was the whole lead up, like even back in Impel Down, it was like, oh, Golden Lion Shiki, the pirate who could fly. Like, this is... 
there's such like mystique <laughs> surrounding this. And it's just well, he has the, the the devil fruit that flies. Right. Like that's it. <laughs> well, at least nothing... in that case, we could be like, I wonder what kind of bird he is. And it turns yeah, out none of them. No, <laughs> he just has the devil fruit. <laughs> he's got the he's the bird that's got swords for feet. <laughs> oh, it's also it's Elden from Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm hearing, but I don't like it. You shouldn't. Yeah. No, no, they're the worst. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shiki explains to them that he ate the float float fruit, giving him the power to levitate anything he touches. You stole fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> you bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized. We got we got to get Khalifa in here. Uh, also, these things float until he tells them not to anymore. Yeah, anything that he touches Which... that isn't a living being. <laughs> Talk right. about uh, job security. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work on humans or animals other than himself, just inanimate objects. And I was wondering, with the way that it works in a lot of this, I'm assuming it's kind of like, okay, if he touches a rock, he can float all rocks? I right? guess. <laughs> Right. Or, yeah, we I, we get some questionable uh, displays of this power later on. I think that yeah, the English boy, do we? The English translation is also yet another way that it's bad. The English dub says that it says specifically gives him the power to control gravity. Yeah, which I don't oh. think is what the Japanese says. It says no. it's more general than that. Yeah, um, he can control that object. Yeah. So for me, it was even more questionable my first time through. <laughs> Uh, he offers to take them to his hideout to thank them properly, but Luffy declines, telling him that they need to get back to the East Blue ASAP to figure out what's going on. Which, whoa, that's a... Yeah, we're quitting the adventure. We're going back to the beginning. Yeah. That that, that seems weird for Luffy. Yeah. Uh, Shiki, appreciating the nobility of this quest, offers to take them to the East Blue immediately using his powers. Cool. So he floats the Thousand Sunny up next to his ship in the sky. He brings them all to Mervay, which is how I'm going to go with it. It works for me. Uh, which is the a collection of floating islands, the ones that we saw before. Uh, and then he kidnaps Nami and drops the Thousand Sunny out from under everyone. And they all fall to the various islands we saw them on. <laughs> drops the Thousand Sunny out, of, out from under them and then smacks the shit out of everyone <laughs> with their own boat. Yeah. <laughs> Disrespectful. And that's how it all went so wrong. Back in the present, Dr. Indigo presents Shiki with a creature he calls a new evolution. I caught a new Pokemon! Yeah. Uh, yes, he introduces him to a new Pokemon. <laughs> it's a big duck that can discharge electricity. I'd love this Pikachu Karoo looking ass. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yes, big My perfect son. Mm -hmm. Pikaroo. Pikaroo. I see you. <laughs> Shiki explains to Nami that animals on this island have always evolved in mysterious ways thanks to a plant called IQ okay, okay. I mean mm -hmm. we've seen other islands where animals evolve in mysterious ways yeah we've but seen islands where people mysterious. have have three elbows what is the what's the marker for mysterious to the to these guys? Like we've Listen, seen hiking bear doesn't know shit about IQ. <laughs> <laughs> just, just bow to him and you move on. Yeah, yeah. At first, at first, I was looking at this and I was like, "Is this connected to Jaya?" And then I stopped expecting that kind of. Sense. Right, it's like <laughs> is this Jaya little garden. Like this nope. is like the fifth weird island with weird animals who evolved <laughs> weird that we've run into before lunch. Yeah. 
This isn't even it's, Long it's, Ring Longland. No. This this. It's one of those things. that's like you. The word evolution. You keep on using that word. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. think it means what you think it means. <laughs> right. As my great great grandmother would say, this place laid next to Long Ring Longland. <laughs> <laughs> We impressed. use evolution in the way that Pokemon and Digimon have corrupted it. Right, right, <laughs> right. Shiki, for the past 20 years, has been collecting all of the IQ plants on the island and is conducting research into their effects. And Dr. is also Indigo, synthesizing them into super drugs. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's time to make drugs. <laughs> it's time to cook <laughs> with Dr. Indigo. <laughs> Jesse, we've got to cook. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly enough, I might actually watch Breaking Bad if that that sound design was in there. (laughs) That one simple addition Mm -hmm. to the show. Get on it. You could could do it in post. It's very easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Just every time Walter takes a step. (laughs) Uh, The drug is called SIQ. I don't know what the S stands for. Super. What does the IQ stand for? I don't know what the IQ stands for. I don't know why I said anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> why are we even here? What are we, why, doing? What are we talking about? Let's go to bed. Pirates! <laughs> no, this one's not about pirates. It's, it's not about pirates. It's about bad biology. It's about Yakuza? I don't, what the, I don't know what the fuck this movie's about. It's about uh, a nice duck. Yeah, it is. That's, that's as good as we're getting. Through As repeat- a summary. Yeah. <laughs> Through repeated forced injections around the islands, Shiki's men have turned all the animals into the aggressively violent monsters that we saw in the beginning. Their syringe arrows are very cool, I must say. They are I'm very impressed. cool. Shiki says that he'll tell Nami why he's doing any of this, only if she'll join his crew, saying that there are favors he's willing to do only for crewmates. I mean, honestly, I kind of wish she would have joined his crew. I would love to have known. I would love to have... I would like him to explain himself. I want to be in the room where this happens. Like, what? Uh, what is your game plan, my dude? Yeah. Elsewhere, Usopp is trying to keep a low profile, but Sanji won't stop shouting his head off for the girls, alerting all the animals on the island to their location. Nami Swan! <laughs> Progressively larger and more dangerous creatures. The animators are giving it their all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these these frames. The giant caterpillar, like, falling off into the abyss is obviously <laughs> horrifying, but, like, really satisfying to watch somehow. <laughs> it has a great weight to it. Tragic, but satisfying. Yeah. Uh, Sanji manages to take out a giant blue six-legged tiger but they then find themselves under attack from a herd of stout little bulls who launch themselves at blistering speeds like bullets. Like yeah. Them. Oh, bullets. Oh. Bullets. Bullets. Oh, I just got bullets. it. Bullets. That's I hate really it here. good, actually. No, that's, I uh, love I, it. Did we, did we find a shitty pun that I like and you don't? <laughs> the, the life truly does mutate in, in strange Very ways strange and, and strong worlds. Puns find a way. Puns also <laughs> evolve in incomprehensible ways. Uh, the bulls shatter the ground from under them, and Sanji and Usopp fall to another island below. Uh, this one has a village of people in it, and they all have feathers growing out of their arms. Hmm. Over in the tundra area, a little girl with feathers, carrying an IQ flower, faints when she sees two monsters fighting, but is rescued when Zoro and Chopper arrive. 
There's some cool monsters. I always oh. love a monster with deer horns. <laughs> this this whole ass <laughs> island is just a monster hunter game with the spawns <laughs> cranked up to maximum. <laughs> Chopper and Zoro are riding on a giant woolly mammoth that I assume Chopper has just befriended. Yeah, like I assume negotiated that's how this works. at least. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think I noted again, um, so I'll just point out now that I love <laughs> progressively throughout the movie every time this little girl faints. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a she's it's a, a very, funny reoccurring bit. She's a very weak, good. weak constitution. The, the funniest one is when we can't like she's inside, so we're only seeing her through the window. So it's silent, but we still see her faint <laughs> yeah. and have to be caught by someone. Uh, when she eventually wakes up, she thanks them, introducing herself as Zhao and in, uh, directs them to her village. She is just she's, extremely cute in general. Yes, also very cute. She's very good. She's yeah, got sort she's... of that, like, beaky mouth, sort of like um, Froppy from My Hero Academia. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. She directs them to her village, which she says is only half a day's walk from the winter zone. <laughs> They've been here for three days. <laughs> Zoro and Chopper had been trapped there for three days. Because Zoro had been giving directions. <laughs> wah, wah. Chopper, you know better. <laughs> yeah. You should know better. Yeah. Usopp and Sanji wake up, rescued by the villagers. And Sanji asks the woman who saved them what the feathers on her arms are for. And she says that everyone in the village has them, but no one knows why. Yeah, evolution. <laughs> All right. It's a living. Uh, this village is entirely comprised of children and older women because Shiki took all of the able-bodied citizens to work in his palace. It's, I know it's a shitty Sanji thing, but that is a very good <laughs> gag. Right. Where they're, they're looking around, Usopp's looking around at all the feathers on everyone, is like, Sanji, huh, isn't this, isn't this odd? And he and says, yeah, like, yeah, there's no there's no young ladies in this, in this town. <laughs> just <laughs> took a quick calculation. And, and Usopp is just furious. <laughs> a no, quick no, census. Uh, no sweet young maidens, it's just children and milves. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shiki also has the entire village under transponder snail surveillance. Damn. Some big transponder snails. Yeah, Just I love this hovering thing. Around everybody. Oh, it's really creepy looking. It's really bad. Yeah, I love it. Uh, when they get close enough to the village, the mammoth that had been carrying Chopper and Zoro starts to freak out and drops them, running away. Chopper immediately knows what the problem is because it's making him freak out too. This place stinks to high heaven. Ugh. Zhao explains it's a plant called Daft Green, which is a poisonous plant they use to ward off the monster animals uh, because its scent is extremely potent to animals while smelling odorless to humans. Unless you get up, like, really close, according to Zoro. Close enough for it to poison you. Yeah, <laughs> close, yeah. Keep, a, keep your eye on that ball, children. <laughs> Chopper and Zoro bring Zhao home, where her mother slaps her for wandering out of the village. Zhao only wanted to, uh, had only gone to try and find an IQ plant to save her deathly ill grandmother. Inhaling large amounts of daft green spores over time, even though odorless, is poisonous to even humans. And her grandmother is starting to form a green rash all over her body. Uh-oh. That like calcifies. Ugh, yeah. The, the rashes apparently harden until you can't move anymore. Chopper and Zoro take their leave of the family and bump into Sanji and Usopp. This is very good meeting, because yeah. 
Oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah, they're both exhausted and they're just sitting down and they see each other. They're just too tired to even hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Nami, with the help of her new duck friend, escapes from Shiki's compound through the vents in the swimming pool. Seems like a really, like, solvable problem. It does. <laughs> I suspect that Shiki is not all that smart at problem solving. No. Well, it, it made me assume that the beginning when we see her doing laps is her testing how long she can hold her breath. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Casing the joint also. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, hundreds of pirate crews uh, gather in Mervay for a meeting with Shiki that night. What? How? I think it's implied that they like touched down to let the pirate crews up. There's a few like ways it, it she seems, could have accomplished this. Yeah, it seems like the ships are all docked and the, the island, or like one of the islands, went down to pick everybody up. I'm more interested in like how they got the invites out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, news coups, maybe. You just give it, yeah, just uh, dispatch some news coups with a bunch of eternal poses. You're good to go. Hmm. Why not? Hmm. Uh, Nami and the duck land in a lake on an island below the compound, which is filled with sea monsters. The duck discharges electricity to fry the monsters, but also fries Nami in the process. Oops. This duck Oops. kicks ass. This duck is extremely <laughs> powerful. Yeah. <laughs> this duck is overleveled for this area. Yeah. <laughs> Nami's fine, though, after the duck pecks her head a hundred times. <laughs> It's this was good. so cute. It was like worrying over her and like nudged her and like pecked her and then she like moved a minute and then he was like, oh, that worked. And I just, wait, I just realized in this whole thing, doesn't, does Chopper never talk to the duck? I think he does at the end when they meet up again. Uh, he seems to know his name by that point at least. I was going to ask. I feel like suddenly yeah. everybody was calling... Yeah, everybody just out. learned this duck's yeah. name somewhere. <laughs> I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> Luffy made sure everybody knew this duck's name. <laughs> Serendipitously, she landed on the same island as the Thousand Sunny, and it's also where Luffy is, who finds the Sunny at the exact same moment. Unfortunately, though, he is also being pursued by every monster on the island, and he <laughs> runs them right towards Nami. <laughs> He's so excited to see her, and she is... Less excited. You ran the train towards the range DPS. Yeah, yep. I was about to say, we're about to wipe the rain. <laughs> he fucked up. Thankfully, though, the duck, who Luffy names Billy, rescues them both with his electricity. Billy kicks MVP? ass his name for two reasons. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is the sub, and one of the reasons is the dub. Mm-hmm. Because the dub, they say Billy is Billy because he's got a duck bill. Yeah, Which would make sense because mm-hmm. he's a duck. But in Japanese, his name is Beedy, because Beedy 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 is the sound of like electrocution in like uh, uh, manga. Oh, <gasps> amazing! That's very good. Works on two levels. It's so good. Also, a nice reminder that electricity does nothing to Luffy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's able to pet this duck all day. Yeah, <laughs> they're Evan. good friends. Uh, meanwhile, over in a desert. Frankie converted a giant crawfish into a motorcycle. This is horrifying. We find out later it is still living. It is alive. (laughs) It's not just like, 
you know, it's Frankie, so you'd think, yeah, he just, like, pulled some chewing gum and a screwdriver out <laughs> and created a, a crawfish motorcycle. No, it's a crawfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The living It's a crawfish animal. he taught to hold wheels. Which he yes. is convinced to, to spin wheels. And he declares that it's, it's built from his incredible design, which, I, Frankie, I question that statement. Uh, he has deemed it the Crawley Davidson. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct, it is. Uh, when it gets too close to the daft green, it freaks out and refuses to proceed forward. Billy also has trouble flying close to the daft green. Uh, Nami is able to figure out the problem because she saw the same trees surrounding Shiki's castle. Uh-huh. Nami and Luffy reunite with Sanji, Chopper, Usopp, and Zoro, but they're spotted on the transponder snail by Shiki. The adult trio, I guess. <laughs> the grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, the grown-ups. Uh, infiltrate the pirate gathering in Shiki's castle and decide to collect some intel on what he's planning. I, I like these three hanging out, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. a good team. I'm, they I'm kind of into it. I kind of like... It's Frobin and a third wheel. Frobin, <laughs> yeah, Frobin and their weird horny skeleton grandpa. <laughs> I, I loved... I don't actually think we mentioned it at the time. I loved the fact that in the... Um, in the, the gender swap SBS, Oda did not... With Brooke, there was nothing to swap. No right. changes. Brooke was exactly the same. Continues to be skeleton. Yes. <laughs> that's a that's a good commentary on how we're all the same. Mm-hmm. On the inside. Mm-hmm. They're reading the um in the newspaper about the shit going on in the East Blue, and the headline in the paper while Robin is reading says denies death plot East clues to spread. <laughs> <laughs> The plot thick. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Another pirate recognizes them as the Straw Hats and asks if they are planning to join Shiki's Brotherhood. Robin decides to play along to learn more. She's so smart. She is very she's, smart. Yes, she's she, so smart. She picks this up very quickly. We also run into one of the uh, like kidnapped uh, bird people here mm-hmm. who's op- working as a waitress. Yes. And, I think uh, it's implied that she's Zhao's sister. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it's uh, like, you know, hey, what's with those, you know, feathers on your arms? And she replies, I think we want to be birds. <laughs> yeah. And, and Frankie says, birds? That's not something you can become by wishing. That's a, that's a very engineer's uh, approach, <laughs> Frankie. That's also a very, like... Someone who has tried to become a bird by wishing approach. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you. I was unable to cybernetically convert myself into a bird. (laughs) Yet. Keep trying. Zhao runs home after hearing good news that some of the men have started returning to the village and tells her mom and grandma that Shiki is finally leaving and taking all the monsters with him to the Sea of Schemes, the East Blue. Good name. Yeah. Do we just call the East Blue the Sea of Schemes? The Sea of Schemes. My, my interpretation was that that's how they think of, like, all the oceans below. Like, places that aren't this are just, like, a terrible place full of scheming The, the Sea of Schemes. So it's like the, yeah. the White Sea and the Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, but to this, them... This isn't like a Sky Island, though, is it? Because it used to be, like, a, a regular island 20 years ago, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah. It's a, it's a it sky it's a, it's island. It's a kidnapped not, island. Not by choice. It got earth rended. 
Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Nami overhears and starts putting all of these pieces together. Uh, the mother and grandmother celebrate, saying that Shiki is the East Blues problem now. And uh, back at the pirate meeting, the pirates explain to Robin and the others that Shiki's plan is to completely destroy the East Blue and then conquer the world. He wants to destroy the East Blue as a demonstration to the world government that he can destroy things. Yes. That he can destroy every blue. Which is a demonstration after his first demonstration of picking up their boats and throwing them at them. Well, Tyler, yeah. that was a pre-demonstration demonstration. <laughs> Don't get it mixed up. He has a 20-year plan. <laughs> There's a lot of demonstrations along the way. You know, you gotta have a lot, show a lot of different strengths on your resume. <laughs> I guess. Apparently that evening, Shiki is planning a demonstration. <laughs> Because he always is. A demonstration of his demonstration demonstration. Right. <laughs> uh, which is to destroy the village of the feathered people. By unleashing his, like, roided out uh, <laughs> SIQ drug monsters on it. Yeah, exactly. Who Who is here to witness this? The All pirates, pirates that are yeah, signing pirates. Invited. Yeah. Okay. They're here for dinner and a show. Yeah. He's showing them the goods before they sign the deal. Okay, okay. Showing them that he's good for it, basically. <laughs> uh, Shiki pays a visit to the village personally to try and recollect Nami before it's destroyed. Luffy, Sanji, Chopper, Usopp, and Zoro attack Shiki, and through teamwork, they manage to get him to take the fight seriously, and he starts using his powers in ways that really begin to stretch the definition of float. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, uh... So he can pretty much just earthbend anything he has float <laughs> powers over. And waterbend Anything later. with anything that that he has touched. Yeah. I wrote down, this is a very boring devil fruit used to do a lot of extremely cool looking things. <laughs> right. Because it's just also like... in, in his archipelago of floating islands, there's like a... F Some of them are like encased in like a floating sea. Right. So he mm -hmm. managed to like get the yeah, which, sea, some of the sea just a, there. A chunk yeah, of ocean, which, which yeah. owns, kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. Let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> he creates giant lion heads made of dirt and stone, and he encases all of the straw hats inside a mound of earth. Whoo! By floating it at them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very he hard. Floats, he floats <laughs> the molecules. Yeah, I don't know, care man. how silly it is. It's really cool and scary. It is cool. <laughs> I, was, I was long past caring about stuff like that <laughs> by the time we got here. Oh, yeah, completely. I was like, yeah, there they are. I don't know how I feel about the CG lion heads. Mm -hmm. It's a little... Perfect. Maybe it's because the frame rate's different on them. This was 2009, to be clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shiki offers again for Nami to join his crew, promising to spare the other straw hats and her town in East Blue if she joins him, because the only threat to his plan are those cyclones that she can detect. Can't float things if there's wind. Yeah, and... and it becomes yeah. much harder to float And things. the fact that he's in the sky, like... Right. The, um... Yeah, you know, the the, the only possible threat to, uh, <laughs> to this plan is the cyclones, as opposed yeah. to, you know, like, Kizaru. <laughs> like, he won't, he won't be a problem at all. No. You... Anyone, guard. He, he'll simply float the light away. 
you know, honestly, like, <laughs> I can see that. I can see this motherfucker doing that. <laughs> uh, Nami agrees to join. have a lot of gravity to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I guess Blackbeard they can do that. Nami agrees to join and leaves behind a tone dial with a message of farewell for the Straw Hats. Man, this scene is really sucks. It's such a bummer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting, like, I was getting huge Arlong Park flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's just so heartbreaking to watch Nami realize that things are really hopeless right now, and she has to, like, effectively kind of put herself on hold again Yeah. to save everyone. Uh, as night falls and the pirate crews gather at the castle, Shiki's men begin to tear down the daft green trees, leaving the village susceptible to the monster animal attack. They just pluck them out like a dandelion root. (laughs) They're strong dudes, apparently. They're they're strong men. Beefy boys. Uh, The village is destroyed underfoot of these creatures, and everyone runs for their lives. Luckily, they had a shelter ready just in case. (laughs) Just in case something like this happened. Feels very, um, feels very Ocean Dub Vegeta. It's like, it's a shame these factories are empty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Too bad it was Sunday. Too bad it was... <laughs> ah! God. Uh, Robin, Frankie, and Brooke arrive in the destroyed village on a new bug motorcycle. <laughs> a new different one bug, this time. New bug. <laughs> this one's a grasshopper. Uh, they are looking for survivors and the rest of their crew. And they eventually find the earthen spire that everyone is trapped in and dig them out, explaining everything that they've learned. The Straw Hats find Nami's tone dial message, where she tells them not to come after her because Shiki is too much for them. And you will only lose your lives if you if you go after her. And it this ends pisses with, Luffy uh, off. It ends with, I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Luffy storms off to go <laughs> break things. <clears throat> Sanji suggests that they should listen to the message again closer to decipher Nami's message. Uh, Dr. Indigo informs Shiki of a plan that Nami had been enacting, and he confronts her as she uh, has laid dynamite among his grove of daft green trees, planning to make his castle susceptible to the monster attack as well. I I love Nami. (laughs) She's so cool. Uh, She's also got some new fashion now. Yeah, she's got her her navigator's pink boa. (laughs) Standard issue Standard for every is- navigator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in in, uh, in Shiki's crew. Unfortunately, Shiki's trees are particularly potent, and she has already begun to suffer the side effects of breathing in the spores. Uh, he binds her up in iron pikes, leaving her to die from the daft green poisoning. Here's what's weird about, about this daft green poisoning, though. I thought it would be... Because we only see, like, a little bitty bruise on the on the grandma's face like uh, mm-hmm. next to her temple there's only like a few green bruises and I thought it would be like a slow over time like a like a black lung sort of a right. thing where it's just exposure over time Nami has these covering her like almost 70% of her body and she's been <laughs> around them for like maybe 20 minutes listen man we only got like 40 <laughs> minutes left in this movie we gotta speed things along <laughs> yeah <laughs> We don't have These time are particularly for potent, right? <laughs> the really, really good trees. Uh, Shiki returns inside to greet the elite pirate captains that he invited to Merve, 
offering them to drink ceremonial sake with him to solidify their alliance. And uh, for some reason, he has Dr. Indigo pour the sake. Yes. So you have these powerful, like, Yakuza boss guys, like, sitting in a line and... (laughs) (laughs) Waiting their turn. Anybody who laughs gets shown the door. Shot immediately. Yeah, I I gave him real credit for keeping straight faces through through this. (laughs) Meanwhile, the Straw Hats launched their counterattack. Kuda bursting the Sunny up to Shiki's castle... Crash landing right in front of it. They like they launch all... it off of a volcano almost. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they all bust in with guns. Yes. Uh, all dressed like like Yakuza. Okay. For some, for some so reason. So this next scene is really dumb, but great. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. There is no reason for these straw hats to have gotten changed into black suits. Uh-huh. And and bust into the to the Yakuza headquarters, armed to the teeth with massive hand cannons and flintlock pistols. Like bazookas. We know how strong they are without guns. We know guns are not the strongest thing. Yeah. But it's so cool it. anyway. It's but it's also really cool. Yeah. I just want to say one thing. Uh, I have a figurine of Chopper in the suit from this nice. movie, and it's very very good. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Where did the they get a chopper size suit? I think it's like the one strapped to him too. Yeah, I will give it. Um, when they open fire, uh, Brooke is very funny. Yeah, just, <laughs> just like losing his mind with bloodlust. <laughs> Yo, Yo! Oh, there he is. Yeah. He is loving it. Oh, oh. oh he's ready. He's for blood. ready for action. Here comes a special boy with a gun. <laughs> I haven't felt alive in twenty years. <laughs> Uh, when they run out of ammo, Luffy orders Usopp and Chopper to track down Nami while the rest take out the goons, and he heads straight for Shiki. Zoro gets paired off with Dr. Indigo while Sanji kicks Scarlet out of the way. And meanwhile, outside, Billy comes uh, to rescue Nami. Billy! My boy! What a good duck! I just want to point out that I really love any time Usopp rides Chopper like a mount. I think yes. it's a really cool combo attack. Yeah. Just Uzzam. him sniping from deer back. Usopp and Chopper are also a good team. Yeah. Uh, Nami convinces Billy to use his electricity to light the fuses on the dynamite to blow up the Dafter Green Grove. Chopper and Usopp spot her, rushing to the grove, arriving just in time for it to explode. Hooray! Hmm. Everyone's fine, though. It's all hmm. fine. Yeah. Uh, Chopper needs to treat Nami right away, but now that the grove is gone, uh, the monsters are already headed straight for Shiki's castle. Instant. Probably also alerted by the dynamite. Immediately. <laughs> Sounds like something strong is over there. I better let's go, go fight kick it. its ass! <laughs> uh, the battle in the castle becomes utter chaos with the addition of these monsters. Uh, Shiki attacks Nami for fucking up his castle, while Chopper and Usopp try to defend her. Uh, he creates lions out of the snowstorm around him. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Because he can float that too. Uh, he but just they are floated dis- all the snow. It's, it's fine. <laughs> he Don't didn't even it. touch it. It fell from the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't, isn't each uh, snowflake supposed to be unique? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned. <laughs> That's what I've heard, Oda. <laughs> Did Oda, how involved was Oda with this? This was the first one where he was like hands-on with the writing of the story, at least. 
Really? So I, I don't oh. know that he like wrote the dialogue or anything like that, but definitely wrote an outline for a story. But an also, outline. this is okay. movie ten, isn't it? Yes. Oh. Jesus. So, what? This is what it looks like when he's actually involved. Yeah. <laughs> How bad are the other nine? Uh, I like some of the other ones. I, I, I see. Uh, this one isn't, like, high on my personal list, but um, yeah, I'm having, some of the other ones that he's that he's touched, I'm, I do enjoy. I'm having fun. I, I, yeah. I consider this to be a romp, you know? I, I think it's fine. One one piece <laughs> has set the bar too high, though. Like, ah. in dra- in, with Dragon Ball, we can go fuck off and, <laughs> like, you know, just, like, and do fuck nonsense. fuck off, we do. In the, in the corner, you know, and, like, just go have a fun, a fun bullshit party with cooler for an hour and a half and it's fine because uh, it's like whatever like you can't i don't know i can't get in get behind this at all in a story as consistently high quality and incredibly tightly plotted as one piece mm-hmm. like i can't buy that like somewhere off to the left that we didn't hear about in between uh impel down and sabati this happened i guess like no <laughs> like one piece is too good for that you deserve better and also, neither... Actually, I, I don't know if in the, the big Yakuza shoot... That is a very good figurine, though, Laura. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. In the big Yakuza shootout scene, I feel like it's a contest between which member of the Straw Hats would never use, use guns the most. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my vote's Luffy. Luffy would not use a gun. Yeah, I don't know if he it's is a gun. Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He but says actually, gun things all the time. Although I right. think it would be Robin, honestly, because she can snap a man's neck with like a wink. Okay, but but counterpoint, she could use like fifty guns at once. True. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I do she could s- use the most guns. I do now, now I'm even. Now. Yeah, now I'm even more disappointed in this scene because it didn't show us that. <laughs> right. Yeah, you she could has the blankest up- stare, firing her bazooka. It was yeah, really what if funny. everybody? What if every Yakuza pirate boss just turned around and each of them had a gun pointed oh, to their heads with a fucking, like, Robin hand holding it? Well, she could have sprouted a hand from their chest, pulled their own gun, and pulled it <laughs> they all have, Yeah, they all got mm. guns! Robin knows how to kill lots of people very fast. Mm-hmm. And this that's not a good, what I uh, love about her. This is not a good movie for Robin, though. Yeah. No. It's a rough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the snow lions, getting back to outside, are okay. dissipated by a jet gatling attack because Luffy has arrived on the scene, just billowing gouts of smoke. Uh, he teams up with Billy to take the battle to the sky with Shiki. Mm-hmm. Let's move away to somewhere less populated. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper and Usopp track down the IQ plant greenhouse that Shiki had been keeping. And they try to find an antidote for the daft green poisoning in Indigo's lab. Instead, that, they find Dr. Indigo. Yes. <laughs> the idea that this lab is at all comprehensible to the human mind is <laughs> wild to me. <laughs> what I also the, like what about inca- the mime mind. Well, exactly. Yeah. that Incomprehensible to the human mime. Yeah, and, and Chopper is not human. He, he's <sighs> a reindeer. That's he's a human true. human. Only, only Chopper can understand. I do lo- also love that when they meet Doctor Indigo, Chopper says, "You smell like chemicals. You must be a scientist." <laughs> you must be a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> they w- they introduce Doctor Indigo's unique laugh very late. Yeah, it's an interesting laugh. 
just funny to me for Which some is, reason. It's also a really good laugh because he says, Piero, 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 like, like the clown, Piero. <laughs> oh, okay. It's good shit. I like it. While Zoro handles the battle with Indigo, Chopper and Usopp try and treat Nami. Uh, Indigo attacks with chemical balls that he juggles, but Zoro slashes through them with his Asura technique. It's really weird to see that animated. Yep. So Zoro curb stomps this man with no, with no effort. He then tosses the antidote to Chopper and Usopp, which he managed to snatch off of Indigo at some point. Of course he did. <laughs> That's Zoro. Nami taught him how to pick pockets. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But he can only do it with his swords. <laughs> that, that sounds about right, to be honest. He used the Final Fantasy steel technique. Oh. <laughs> steel with steel. Ooh, now we're talking. Sanji spots Robin, who is in the clutches of Scarlet. Who's been who, King Kong. Yeah, climbed up a mm-hmm. tower with her a la King Kong. I'm okay with it. Like, I hate yeah, it. But- I, like, it. With it being Robin, I hate it, but it's a gorilla. It's gotta climb up to a thing with a yeah, woman. It's, it's a, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta grab a lady, climb a tower. It's That's a classic. Legally, you have to. Yeah, you're not allowed to vote in, on Gorilla Island until you... Uh, <laughs> is, now, is Gorilla Island an X mark, uh, Tyler? Spell gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, never mind. Tyler. No, I that's I understand. I know what you mean. That's that's interesting. Anyway, let's move on. Two lads. Uh, Sanji sprints his way up the tower to the rescue. Very fast, very funny. Mm-hmm. Just a, a dust cloud behind him. He yells, "Do you know how many ladies there are in the East Blue?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I, Sanji, I suspect statistically about as many as in all the other seas. Yeah, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. More than zero. Yeah, which I guess that's enough for him. Loads. Uh, he spins up a Diablo Jambe for the gorilla, thrashing him and then kicking him through the tower spire to the basement. Sanji then leaps to Robin's rescue as she falls, but he is cock-blocked by Brooke, who saves Robin first. <laughs> He's very light, so he can jump faster. (laughs) Brooke finally does something gentlemanly. (laughs) Uh, Nami finally begins to regain consciousness, feeling the air pressure changing again, telling Usopp and Chopper to head back to the castle. While fighting Luffy, Shiki slashes a chunk of sea from his floating fortress and catches Luffy inside it. God damn. Yeah, pretty rough. Back to being really cool. I feel like he probably should have just left this alone. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. <laughs> kind of had him where you wanted him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, he gets a call on the transponder snail to change the island's direction to the east to avoid an incoming storm. However, this was a trick because Usopp and Chopper forced his navigator to say it, leading the island directly into the storm. Nami's trick. Trickery. <laughs> Weather. Uh, Shiki turns his attention back to Luffy and Billy slashing them and sending them plummeting to an island below. Uh, The island reaches the storm, and all the monsters and pirates start freaking out. Robin and Chopper fill Shiki's castle and Dr. Indigo's lab full of dynamite to destroy all of the SIQ drugs. Now, yes. Now Robin uses her powers. Yeah. Yes. This, I love this, I will say. (laughs) Just a gigantic conveyor belt of hundreds of hands passing dynamite along. I was going to ask where they got it, but then I remembered Frankie. Yeah, he just <laughs> makes it. He, just ha- he had he it just in his He just has pockets. a supply. Yeah. 
I'm he sure. found some. He found some gravel on the ground and <laughs> ground it up, and gunpowder happened. <laughs> there's also wherever Nami found the dynamite she set up. Right. Yeah. There's a supply. Uh, Luffy and Billy psych themselves up for one last assault on Shiki, flying directly above him into the storm. Down below, Nami calls out to Shiki to tell him it's all over, and that all his shit is about to be blown the hell up. <laughs> Luffy hops off of Billy so that he can save Nami before Shiki can kill her, and then he uses Gear 3 to make a massive foot, which he sticks up into the clouds to catch the lightning. He make Leggy go up big high. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses... This one's not the Thor, it's just Thor. Right. Yeah, he brings it crashing down on Shiki, calling it Giant Thor Axe. I'm alright with this. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it is much faster and mightier than Shiki anticipated, and he once again finds himself thwarted by a man from East Blue. <gasps> How <No>. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> the giant foot destroys the stronghold, and the straw hats aboard the Sunny use Shiki's sails as a parachute. Yeah! That's great. Uh, Minnie, Luffy, and Billy fly back to the ship as Shiki plummets to the sea below. The Straw Hats spot Zhao and all her villagers, using their feather arms to fly to safety, oh, as all of the goodness. monsters begin to plummet to the sea as well. Because the islands yeah, they just too. Yeah, they just learn to fly. <laughs> Did the grandmother ever get the antidote? She's fine, Justin, probably. <laughs> it's all fine. It's all good. <laughs> just, 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 just wondering. Yeah, someone rushed the <laughs> other half back after they used it on Nami, I'm sure. Uh, the Marines, led by several vice admirals, are present to collect all the pirates who had been trying to ally with Shiki. Sengoku receives a report that it was, once again, Straw Hat Luffy who saved the day and crushed Shiki and his alliance leaving the marines to just pick up the scraps. And Sengoku just mutters, man, we didn't do anything. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Yeah. It's like, wow, we didn't do shit, actually. His whole other story happened off-screen. We were irrelevant. <laughs> Several days later, Nami makes a full recovery from the daft green poisoning, and Luffy sulks about the tone dial that she left him. Oh, I love his sulking phase. <laughs> I just want to point out that uh, I was watching the sub this time, um, I don't remember what is said in the dub, but in the sub, Luffy complains that she still doesn't, like, like that's the faith that she has in him after all these years together. It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to point that out because it's generally accepted that from beating Alvida to his training with Rayleigh, only nine months pass in the One Piece world. Oh, wow. Really? Oh. Yeah, so they have not been together as a crew for a full year yet. I was wondering about that. Generally accepted, like, who, what is that based on? Within the, like, canon of the manga. Oh, that is just true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone else points out that Luffy's being an idiot because he didn't hear the last part of the message. So he listens to it again while Nami tries to snatch it from him, embarrassed about it. Oh, man, the shots for this whole bit are really cute because it, it it's... <laughs> It's all this, the messages playing under all this, like, clamoring of, like, everyone fighting over the shell. It's it's cute because it cut, the audio cuts in so that it's just a clear recording of mm -hmm. Nami with the with this beautiful music swelling and everyone fighting over it. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's put together so, 
so nicely. It's a nice little end cap. Uh, she manages to knock it from his hands, and as it falls into the ocean, we hear that the last thing she whispered into it was, promise you'll come rescue me. Was I, it any different in the dub? The only, the only big difference in the dub was that she whispers, prove me wrong and come save me. Right. As, a as a reference. And I like that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of Strong World. All what did everybody think? I had a good time. It was a bop and a half. Why did the credits show us Whitebeard and Shanks? Yeah, there's like a weird ace. pan up, like crotch shot of Whitebeard, and I was letting the credits roll while I prepared dinner. I was like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, I, I also don't remember observed... that part. I only remember the the items on the barrel. That was really good. That was a yeah. really cool shot. Yeah. The um, the also like when there were some of the characters some of the crew are watching the shenanigans at the end there like frankie is watching and he has his arms folded and it suddenly occurred to me like it must be really hard for him to fold his arms <laughs> like he must have had to practice really hard to, sure. be, to be able to fold his arms over his chest over his barrel chest uh, and his arms themselves are so huge and thick that like his arms are literally barrels yeah like they can't they can't fit into each other they don't have any give to them they're metal yeah, I forgot to mention it earlier, but um, I appreciated uh, Usopp's planning in uh, his wardrobe. Mm. Yeah. So in the in the one week earlier, they're in one set of clothes, and then once they talk to Shiki, and he's gonna like float them up before he takes Nami, and they change clothes for that. They get their battle clothes ready for whatever reason, and Usopp puts on a shirt that has a kanji on it that means in the air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have that? <laughs> just or did in you case. just make it? In case just they go to case. another sky island like Skypea. Maybe that's where he got it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> when they were shopping on Main Street. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? Because I have a couple more X marks from the movie. Okay. Ooh. This Bring is, them on. This is silly, but... Uh, I was just reading how this movie was originally supposed to have a spring 2009 release, mm -hmm. but uh, quote, complications with the script pushed the release date back. I am going to be conspiratorial mm -hmm. and say that Oda didn't want the, uh, the movie in the theaters at the same time as the first Precure uh, All-Stars <laughs> movie. <laughs> he didn't want to know the truth. <laughs> Which came out in spring of 2009. <laughs> uh, how about some X marks? Do it. Yeah. Please. Uh, so we have a Kraken at the beginning oh. of the movie. Mm -mm. Uh, a nation enslaved by a pirate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A woolly mammoth. Okay. Mm a clown scientist. Uh oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me? If we meet Dr. Vegapunk and he has fart shoes, I'm going to be real proud. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that was my first thought upon meeting Dr. Indigo. Like, Dr. Hogback, this is not. <laughs> I am unimpressed, sir. Using beasts to take over the world. Hmm. And a raid on an enemy castle. Hmm. And I'm just going to put it in here because I don't want too much time to pass. Uh, but we have an enormous goddammit Oda. 
Oh, I see. He he snuck one in right before he takes his month long break. Oh. Yeah, uh, I'll pull out the doc. And this one, I cheered when I saw it. Ooh, <laughs> okay. It made me so stoked. I'm I'm ready. And I'm gonna stay vague on it because I don't want to even risk spoiling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm only going to say twenty five. Tyler. And that's it. This X mark is 25. This X mark is 25. <laughs> Jason. Yeah? Do you have a star chart for us? <laughs> sure do. Um, And for the first time in piecemeal recorded history, I am pulling a birthday from the debut date of this anime movie and not an official canonical birthday. Oh. Ooh. Um, back in um, Dragon Ball podcast times, I had to use the manga debut date for various characters to figure out a birthday for them because uh, they don't have one. And it, never, and, it ne- and it never affected the accuracy of the release, right. even a little <laughs> yeah. bit. And, and I now doubt we'll hear. And now, yeah, now in One Piece, we have, like, Oda just randomly, semi-randomly assigning birthdays to characters <laughs> based on random suggestions that people send in in the SBS, God, and the readings so, are still accurate. Like, so the, the stars don't care. <laughs> the stars are gonna say what they want to say. They yeah. are. Um, but, you know, she, it, I mean, it's not just movie characters, because Shiki has a birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, fuck Shiki. We're not fuck reading Shiki. for him. Yeah, he Shiki sucks. sucks. Get out of here, Shiki. Looked it up. He's not a Leo. What are we even doing? What's what the point? Wow. This is that's very silly. This is a sham. What, what is he? Uh, hang on. Maybe um, he cares. Leo rising. <laughs> he's not a Leo. No, he's not even close to Leo. He's March twentieth. Pisces. What huh. are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? This is very silly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's anyway. the silly thing about this. About this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, fuck Shiki, all my homies hate Shiki. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be reading for my beautiful son, Billy. Oh, yay! yay. <laughs> With the anime debut date of December 12th. Making him a Sagittarius. That's oh, the best sign. Good. Okay. Good for him. Uh, alright, Billy. This is what the stars have to say about you this week. You generally like to think of yourself as someone who faces life logically and rationally, but today your intuitive side could prove a valuable resource, especially when it comes to dealing with others. <laughs> your communicative ability is enhanced by a strong sense of what others are thinking and feeling. <laughs> this opens the door to more effective communication with everybody. Friends, loved ones, colleagues, even strangers. So I appreciate that. So the stars are telling us that Billy has mantra. <laughs> <laughs> The breathing and all things, David. <laughs> he does also have electric powers, which enhanced. Oh, that's true. Uh, Enel's mantra. Is that so really I'd, how that I'd, worked? I wouldn't that, doubt it. Yes, is that, a that, thing? Is, that is how he explained it. Oh. Okay, well, that doesn't mean that's how it works. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I do not consider that's how Ed- it has been explained. <laughs> I do not consider Edel a reliable resource. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes into the show every week. Uh, I'm not sure what's next week. We haven't decided yet. We have a couple ideas. Don't um, tell them that. But <laughs> well, I don't know what else to say here at the end. Usually I have something prepared, but I'm flat-footed this time. <laughs> okay, there will be an break. episode. That, that's what you can find next week. An episode. Ne- Turn in next week for 
an episode of this podcast. For <laughs> podcast. Jason, where can yep. our Nakama find you on the Grand Online? Yo, you can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash jcabs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. I stream variety, usually in the middle of the week towards the evenings if I got the free time. But you can also tune in every other week, every other Wednesday, for an episode of Destructive Discourse Origins, the Dragon Ball original recap podcast, where we're going over it three episodes at a time, like usual. Justin? Hi, um, I am at WJustinKing at, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, haven't done a lot of posting currently, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, around there occasionally. Laura? Uh, I go by Haha, I'm Laura on Newgrounds Twitter, Instagram, uh, Patreon, give me money, uh, and <laughs> Twitch. I'm going to hopefully uh, start streaming again soon. Nice. Melissa? Uh, I'm Christaya on Twitch, Instagram, and uh, what's the other one? Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. If you want. And and Oda didn't have to worry. Strong World heartily beat out <laughs> Pretty Cure in the box office. Uh, <laughs> but he, he didn't want there to be any chance. Mm-mm. No, yeah, he didn't okay. want his his daughter's dragging him to the theater to see the other movie all week. All, oh, all, can, all yeah, can you imagine the humiliation? <laughs> it's like being killed in the uh, East Blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's again God. metaphorical. Oh. Dave? Oh, I am a Scythe P-S-Y-T-H-E on Archive of Our Own. I write fanfiction, uh, and by the time this episode comes out, the uh, cl- uh, collection for the uh, Homestuck 2022 Polyswap, a fanfiction exchange about uh, polyamorous ships, um, will have come out. I have a story in there. It is uh, Mind the Tags, but uh, but I invite people to read it if they're at all interested. And Theo. Uh, I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. Uh, We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform Thursdays and sometimes Fridays. You can follow this show on Twitter, at MealPeace, and pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, The Mess Deck, where you can come and talk about the latest episode that we released and typically the volume that we read in it. This time, it's a movie, if you want to talk about Strong World. Um, we also have an extensive spoiler section if you want to come and talk about that big old goddamn Oda that just uh, uh, got slapped on our laps before I'm, he takes off for a month. I'm so excited. Uh, if you'd like to have your email read on the show, you can send it to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. And I would appreciate it if you could rate and review the show on your podcast service of choice and make it a five-star rating so that all of the One Piece fans of the world can find us. This has been Piecemeal. Keep dreaming. Baby cha. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry.